0: Welcome to the Game of Crowdfunding, Draft Pick Edition, recorded Tuesday, April 15th, 2014. Welcome back to Season 3 of the Draft Picks. I'm Jeff King.
1: And I'm Sarah Reed.
0: And we're back to go head-to-head on projects again. Yep. But before we get to this recording's Draft Picks... Uh, let's talk a little bit about our outstanding picks from last time when we recorded on April 1st. Sounds good. First up, I went first in round one
1: mm-hmm.
0: with heavy steam and that is still not funded. People get out there. <laughs> It needs $55,000, which is an insane amount of money, I know, but it's a miniatures thing. So that's really nothing. That's a drop in the bucket for a miniatures game. It's at $22,800 with 28 days to go. So still got plenty of time. It's actually doing good for the amount of time it's got left, but that was the, uh, 237 backers, 41% funded. And that was up against Sarah's pick.
1: Yes, and I picked Sakura the board game, which I am happy to say has funded. They needed twenty five thousand, and they are just at twenty five thousand three hundred and forty four, with three hundred and ten backers. So that puts them just at one hundred one percent, and they're going to end April twenty eighth. So there's still plenty of time to get in on this uh, fun-looking uh, Japanese-themed board game.
0: And then going on to round two, Sarah.
1: Yes, with the Lost Lands, the Lost City of Baracus. And they were looking for $15,000. And they are doing very well with $42,286 with 717 backers. So that's pretty good there. I mean, really good there. And let's see, that puts them at, wow, 282%. And they're still going to May 4th. So um, still lots of time to get in on this. Looks like it's a really good role-playing adventure series of books.
0: And against that, I put Clash, Dawn of Steam, which I actually posted a video for today. Cool. So uh, I was able to do a preview video for it. And Jordan and I have been able to play it. We actually really love this game. So I really hope it does get funded. They're looking for 18,500. They're at 10,094 at the moment. So that puts them at about 54% funded. Goes until May 1st and uh, 176 backers right now.
1: Then the next round, we both picked the same one. Yes. Foretold Rise of a God. So neither of us are going to get points, but good news for them. They have funded. So they were looking for 25,000. They've got 27,305. It's going to end April 20th and they've currently got 229 backers.
0: I'm happy to see that that one funded as well.
1: That one. Was yeah.
0: Struggling for a little bit, but they, uh, they, whatever, whatever they did worked for mm-hmm. them and they got over that hump and now they're heading for stretch goals.
1: And that's good. That's good to see. So the next round started with me with the big time. Unfortunately, they have not met the funding goal yet. They're looking for 10,000. They're at 5,030, so they're about 50% there. They've got 93 backers, and it goes till April 24th.
0: And against that, I put up the cute little dungeon crawler, Little Dungeon Turtle Rock. <laughs> which uh, is looking for 8500 is not quite funded yet either, $6,364. Goes until April 25th, so time is running out on that one, and it's currently sitting at 74% funded. 280 backers, though, so I mean, it's it's got some traction, it's got uh, potential, and it's not that far off. Good. All right, and then round five, I went with Stay Away, Cthulhu is Back. horror card game shocker of shocks (laughs) yeah but uh they were looking for eight thousand dollars they are currently at nine thousand seven hundred and ninety seven dollars so that puts them at 122 percent right now and they have 266 backers and still going until may 4th
1: and up against that i put bellwether the school of wizards and it's Almost there. They are just looking for 2000. They've got 1855, which puts them at 93% funded. They have 40 backers and it goes till April 24th and it looks like a really nice fantasy themed card game around School of Wizardry um and you're rebuilding the town, so if that sounds interesting, check it out.
0: So that is a quick rundown of what yes. we did. Last time we recorded. So now we're going to head into this round. So our picks for April 15th. And Sarah, I believe you get to start us off.
1: I do. I am going to start with my franchise pick. And I'm going with Eggs and Empires.
0: Saw that coming and I still have it on my list. So yes, (laughs) you get your franchise pick.
1: Well, it it's a fantastic, uh, kind of a, a light bidding game. As they put it, easy to learn. Just takes tw- uh, 20, 30 minutes, two to six players. And it's designed by Matt Riddle and Ben Pinchback, who designed Fleet. And I'm a huge fan of Fleet. The other great thing about this game, it's only $16, so it won't break your pocketbook. But it's a very fast playing game where you everyone has the same matching deck of adventurers, are numbered one through 10, and they, each adventurer has a different ability. But you're choosing one from your hand, everyone puts one out, and you're Trying to collect good eggs that are worth victory points while avoiding the ones that explode and make you lose victory points. So it sounds like it's um, a lot of fun. The artwork looks fantastic. So really looking forward to this one. And they are looking for ten thousand. They're currently at four thousand seven hundred sixty-four dollars with two hundred and seventy-two backers. So I put some about forty-seven percent, and it goes through May fourteenth. So
0: yeah. I'd- did pick that one as well so uh you will get the points for that ooh all right let's see here you know what i'm going to try uh, unknown
1: i didn't pick it <laughs>
0: Unknown is a fully cooperative tile-based exploration and survival game for one to six players. Players create the game board by exploring tiles around their base and attempt to keep the base camp stocked with food while gathering resources and performing actions to complete the mission's objectives. The players win when they complete the mission objective and accompanying minor objective, the players lose if the base runs out of food. So, yeah, fully cooperative, one to six Ooh. players. That's kind of cool. I, I like that. Yeah. Uh, the tile-based exploration, which kind of screams modular board to me, uh, something I, I like as well. Post-apocalyptic kind of feel works for me as well. Yeah, I'm kind of somewhat on board here. Uh, they're looking for $25,000. Uh, they currently have 10078 and so they're at 40%. 136 backers and ends May 18th, $55 will get you the game.
1: Nice. Yeah, that looks like a good one. So I'm going to put up against it Minion, the epic multiplayer strategy card game.
0: And you get it.
1: So when first looking at it, it didn't fully capture my attention until you look at the humor of it. Because the, the object is you play your minions out to a mass, pa- uh, you know, a powerful army force and you defeat your opponent, which seems, you know, pretty generic. But where it comes in is you've got an assortment of amusing items and terrifying spells and even the minions themselves are pretty hilarious. There's the bro barion and there's this guy doing a muscle pose. There's a slippery banana, which, you know, it's just, there's a lot of hilarity. There's a corrupt cartridge in there, it looks like a little old Nintendo cartridge. The humor of it is just fantastic. Yeah, it just got me right there. And it's only $30 for um, the base game. All the early bird backers are gone, but it was 25 So $30 gets you the game, uh, and it just looks like it would be a lot of fun to play and very laugh out loud they're going for twenty six thousand, which is a kind of high goal but hopefully they'll make it they're already at fourteen thousand one hundred and thirty eight, which would put them at 54 percent. they've got 345 backers which is an awful lot of backers so there's a lot of support there and they're going till may 11th so they've got plenty of time to make it the rest of the way
0: yeah that's a good matchup right there yeah it's almost across the board
1: yes it's it's gonna be interesting to see how that one goes now, I get to pick for round three. I'm going to go with the Storyteller Cards, the Fantasy Edition. I did not pick that. Okay. The Storyteller Cards, um, this is the fantasy version. Jason Tagmeier has previously put out just Storyteller Cards, which were, I can't remember, but there weren't fantasy. There were other things. And what I really like about these decks is they're completely versatile. You can use them for so many different purposes and play so many different games. You can use them as a writer, if you're a dungeon master, if you're a teacher, if you're just looking for something to do improv with or just creativity. So it borders on the almost not a game except for the fact that there's this huge manual of a couple dozens of games that people have contributed to using these decks with. Plus you can come up with your own stuff. The great part is if you just want the deck, it's ten bucks, but you can pay for more to get the original deck added or an actual printed version of the manual because you'll everyone gets the PDF for free. So it looks really cool and a lot of fun. They're looking for thirteen thousand. They're currently at six thousand five hundred and thirty one. So that's about fifty percent. But they don't have a lot of time left. It goes through April twenty fourth. So if that's Santa interesting, check it out.
0: Now I gotta figure out a matchup here. Yes. The Miskatonic School for Girls holiday break expansion? All yours. All right. Just like it said in the title, this is an expansion to Miskatonic School for Girls, which I have played and uh, actually uh, all the geeks in general have, have played. We, we played this way back when, uh, when it first came uh, off of Kickstarter before. So this is Fun to Eleven. That's the name of the company. It's holiday time at the Miskatonic School for Girls. Experience even more madness with the expansion to our best-selling game. The kind of cool thing about the Miskatonic School for Girls is it's a deck builder with the uh, Cthulhu mythos kind of built on top of it, but not only are you getting cards in your own deck, you are putting cards in your opponent's deck. So you're actually helping to build your opponent's deck. Uh, with cards they obviously don't want in their deck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, hilarity ensues. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're looking for 12500 for this expansion. They're currently at 9397 so 75% funded. 240 backers goes until April 29th, and $29 will get you the game. Nice. Well, I didn't do it, but I'm not Uh-oh. sure that you would have picked it anyway, but I suppose I better say franchise pick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Stratagem? All yours. Yeah, see, I didn't think you'd pick it. I think we we're actually going to be doing pretty good other than your, your Shoot, original strategy pick.
1: I didn't even write that one down.
0: Huh. Stratagem from Sixth Street Games. Battle to claim spaces. Control them to score points. Be prepared. A well-timed action card can support or hinder any player's game. This is a, uh, family-friendly abstract strategy game and episode 42 when it comes out. Jordan and I get to review it, so we'll be having our review out there. But spoiler alert, we both enjoyed it. <laughs> and Megan enjoyed it as well. So that was uh that was a good game for us to get to the table. This is looking for twenty thousand dollars. It's currently sitting at one thousand nine hundred. It launched today. Uh nine percent and twenty-three backers ends May thirtieth, and twenty-nine dollars will get you the game.
1: Nice. So that's why I missed it at lunch today.
0: Yes, and actually, yeah, I got an email from them saying, "Oh, yep, we uh we went ahead and pulled the trigger, so I think they launched earlier than they were originally thinking." <laughs> ah,
1: yeah. Hmm. I'll put up against it, bullfrogs. All right, you got it. All right. So, Frogs is a strategy card game of amphibian combat. Now, while that theme seems a little weird to me, it looks like it's a pretty solid competitive card game where you you're Frogs are your your warriors that you fight and you're trying to control the lily pads. Seems like a really nice area control game with just a very different theme, which I hope works because uh, there's definitely enough sameness going on. So a new area control theme is always welcome. Uh, it's for two to four players, takes 20 to 40 minutes. And like I said, you've got your army of frogs and you're trying to gain control over the pond one lily pad at a time. and. <laughs> It looks like $22 will get you the base game for if you're in the United States. Uh, there's shipping increases for the rest. So they're looking for 15,000. They're at 6,386, which puts them at 42%. They've got 213 backers and they're going till May 2nd. So still plenty of time to hop on. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't help myself. (laughs) So my last pick for tonight is Pirates, the card game.
0: I did not pick
1: that. All right. Pirates is a card game where two to six players embark on adventures, expand their fleet, and conquer galleons to become the rulers of the ocean. I'm always a bit of a sucker for pirates, and definitely always looking for more choices out there. And this looks like it's a, a pretty good one. Um, it has a lot of different types of cards, and uh, you don't just have to fight each other. It sounds like you fight monsters and and uh, other things that are in the ocean, and you're trying to you know gain your fame and fortune. They are looking for 8,000 pounds, which is roughly about $13,400. They're currently at 5,322 pounds, which is about $8,900. And a copy of the base game is 23 pounds or $39. And it goes until May 23rd. So plenty of time to get in on all that pirate fun.
0: All right. So I need to do a matchup here. Yes. Well, I think the only thing I can kind of go with is, you know, my last choice. (laughs) Hey, ready? Ready for a surprise? Yeah. Cthulhu's Vault.
1: Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) Totally surprised there.
0: (laughs) From Jolly Roger Game, a card game that starts cooperative but ends with, are you ready for it? What? One corrupt player, a mythos monster, (laughs) and a desperate battle to save the world.
1: (laughs) Ah, so unexpected.
0: Yeah, you know, one thing I, one of the reasons why I picked this, um, Mm -hmm. it's Cthulhu, so obviously I was going to give it a look, but Mm -hmm. I was thinking about passing on it until I saw who helped in uh, bringing the game to fruition and, uh, helped improve it, and that would be Richard Lanius. Oh. Uh so Richard has done a lot of great games, but also, you know, Arkham Horror. The man mm-hmm. the man helped create or created Arkham Horror, so who better to bring in on a Cthulhu style game? Definitely. They are looking for eight thousand dollars. They currently have seven hundred and ninety one, so eight percent funded with thirty two backers. I believe this launched today as well. Uh May fifteenth is when it will end, and twenty dollars will get you the game. Nice. So those are our picks for April 15th. But now, shout outs.
1: Yes. One thing that I talked about last time that I'd like to talk about again is the campaign for board games now blind accessible. It funded. It's doing really well, but it is almost over. It will end April 25th. And again, just wanted to give a shout out to it and to see if, if people hadn't heard about it, to give it a, give it a check, uh, check it out. Even if you've only got a few dollars to put towards it, they're really trying a great initiative to make board games more accessible to those who are blind or visually impaired. Um, and this comes close to my heart because my husband is legally blind, as is most of his family. So it really does impact the games that we play, and it'd be great to be able to make modern board games accessible because I know, like, for his parents, the game they play regularly is Scrabble, which is great, but they don't have a lot of options because games are just not accessible. So their first attempt they're, they're taking a stab at is making card games accessible with Braille sleeves, and I believe that the more successful they are with the Kickstarter, then they can move on and do bigger and better things in the future.
0: Yes, one of their stretch goals is to do dice for yes. games like King of Tokyo and and the like. So Right. Definitely a great initiative, something that's worth checking out. So great shout out again.
1: Yes. Now for something new. Also, this is one of my favorite games, Treasures and Traps, is coming out with two expansions. He uh this is Aaron I think that's how you pronounce his name. Actually, my favorite game of his is Villagers and Villains and he just concluded a Kickstarter for an expansion for it. Part of the stretch goal he was hoping to get to would be that in that campaign, do the expansions for Treasures and Traps. That didn't work out. So now he's doing a new Kickstarter for the Treasures and Traps expansions and it's doing fantastic. He's uh, about a thousand short of doing a stretch goal for Tokens. But the great thing about this project is you can get all his previous games as well as the Villagers and Villains expansion plus a couple of his other games Dungeon he did a dungeon game Hero versus Guardian that was the dungeon game and that one was fun too. So that one goes uh doesn't have a lot of time left April 23rd uh again these are fun uh Treasures and Traps is a really light chaotic dice game but Villagers and Villains is more of a light strategy game good for Casual gamers as well as, uh, more hardcore gamers who want a nice filler game. And then last, I think we both kind of want to talk t- about is the custom game dice campaign. Yes. Which looks like it finally funded. Whoops. I was did, looking at it yeah. earlier. It hadn't quite made it. It is now funded. And this is great for, uh, game designers or, uh, gamers who want to bling out their games. Uh, you can load up your own designs and they're actually affordable.
0: Yeah. They're, they're trying to make, uh, the ability to get laser etched custom dice affordable (laughs) for a lot of people, which is really cool. Uh, this is a campaign that I, again, I did a little preview video for, They sent me like four dice to kind of show off. So it was just a real quick preview, kind of show off the dice and the uh, quality of the dice. And I've been answering questions off and on about them since. So it's pretty cool. Again, I think they, uh, one of the things they said is like they sent me four dice and, uh, you know, kind of doing price checks around. They, they, it looks like those four dice or to buy those four dice and what it'll cost you. Um, if you go through the Kickstarter right now, you can get like two dozen dice for that same price. Ooh. So yeah, it's definitely, definitely worth checking out. And, and I think I'm pretty sure from some of the comments and stuff in the comment section I've seen and some of their answers, they seem to be kind of open to the, cause some people like, well, what if I don't need all these dice now? And yada, yada. And they're very much, you know, uh, You'll have a credit until you use it kind of thing. So nice. if you want to basically take, uh, advantage of the Kickstarter pricing, cause I'm not sure what the pricing will be after Kickstarter. Uh, mm-hmm. you, apparently you can do that.
1: Wow. That might, that might have just changed my mind. I might need to, <laughs> I mean, cause right now I'm on, on there to get access to their website early, but, um, thinking I might need to up it for some dice then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, like I said, that's kind of the, the, General feel I got from some of the answers they were giving in the uh, in the comment section.
1: Yeah, because as as a designer, I don't personally, I'm not making making any working on any games that need dice. But in the future, who knows? So that'd be nice to be able to get a dozen. It looks like for twenty two dollars and pay that lower price now and get them later when I need them.
0: Cool. All right, and then the only other shout out that I had, uh, we talked about Dig Down Dwarf last time because it hadn't launched yet. Well, uh Jason has another successful hit on his hands. Yep. He was looking for 5,000. He's got over 19,000, so he's, he's he's almost like 400% funded I think right now. Ooh. Uh but you can still get in on this great game. It goes until April 24th and, you know, $16 for a contest award winning game. Yes. <laughs> well, Sarah? Yeah. I think we've done another one.
1: We have. We have succeeded. We both showed up. (laughs) uh,
0: One of us almost didn't. Oh. I was on the fence. Oh, dear. I had to scramble. Yeah. But, But you made it. But I made it. I made it. Yes. We did it. And, uh, mm-hmm. those are our draft picks. So, uh, once again, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for, mm-hmm. uh, you know, putting up with the chaos that has been the move and all that good stuff and, and me being sick and all, all that wonderful stuff. But yeah, Sarah and I, uh, as long as we can, we will do draft picks. Yep. All right. So I'm Jeff King
1: and I'm Sarah Reed.
0: And as always, going out there check out some of these projects and pick yourself a winner.
1: Yeah. This podcast is a proud member of the Geek Cast Network. If you enjoyed it and are looking for other podcasts with a geek culture slant, head over to geekcastnetwork.com where you will find podcasts such as Two Bald Geeks, a podcast by two bald horror movie fans that dissect one horror movie a month, saving the spoilers for last. The Geek Cast Network. You can broadcast your geekiness at geekcastnetwork.com.